have any alternates with us this evening? If there are, please introduce yourself. I don't see any alternates, uh, Mr. Donahue, but I did want to mention that the 50 or the excuse me, the 5525 phone number that you see is Louise from. She'd let me know she's on the road. So she's also joining us. All right, thank you. Consideration, approval of the meeting minutes, any additions or corrections? If not, approval motion be in order. Move approval, Sullivan. Second, Taylor. Thank you. All those in favor say aye. 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 All opposed, motion carries. Setting board meeting date, time and location for next time, July 7th. Yeah, the uh, full transportation improvement program is due July 15th. So keeping with our Wednesday schedule and giving staff some time to turn that around, we're hoping uh, July 7th meeting will work for uh, most of the group. And who's volunteering our list this time? Tiffin's not here, we can volunteer them. Laura? No? Okay. Are we thinking we're going to be meeting in person? Do we need to talk about that? I think we'll still do it um, by Zoom yet at that time. Yeah, that was my thinking as well, Laura. And I had actually intended to mention this uh, later in the meeting that I would get with the board chair, uh, Mr. Donahue, and kind of have that conversation. My my feeling was the same that although I'd like to see all your smiling faces in person, uh, probably the July meeting, maybe just do Zoom again, and then maybe our September meeting, uh, folks will have some more time to get vaccinations and whatnot, and maybe we could try and circle up a meet in person then. So I'll work with the board chair on that and get his, uh, get his take on that as well. Very good. Thanks for a question, Laura. That was good. All right. Public discussion of any item not on the agenda. All right, administration A, consider approval, American Rescue and Recovery Act, funding allocations for local transit. Brad, this is yours, I think. Uh, yes, it is. Thank you, uh, Brad Newman, uh, Associate Transportation Planner. Um, the Federal Transit Administration has announced that they have $30.5 billion uh, they are making available to continue support of transit through the American Rescue Plan Act. Uh, these funds include almost seven and a half million dollars to be apportioned by MPO JC to our three local transit agencies, uh, includes Iowa City Transit, Corville Transit, and the University of Iowa CAM bus. Um, there, this is the third um, pot of money that we've received uh, so far uh, due to the uh, COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, you may remember back in uh, FY, or, well, 2020, we received uh, CARES Act funding. Uh, and then here in January, you approved um, the Coronavirus Response Relief and Economic Security Act, or CRISA, funds. Um, these are all funds that are 100% federal share uh, and are to be used to help cover payroll and operational expenses for transit. Um, after discussion with the three transit agencies, uh, it was proposed that we use the same multiplier or formula uh, that we used 
uh, to apportion the CARES Act and the CARISA funding. Um, attached or in your mem in the memo are the three pots of money. Uh, with this using, you can see it's the same multiplier for each one. Um, it includes CARES Act apportionment that was approved, the CARISA funding that was approved, and the proposed American uh, Rescue Plan uh, apportionment. Um, if you look at all three pots of money, you can see that we've received over $17 million so far for transit um, since 2020. And of course, these funds will be used by transit over the next uh, few years uh, in order to get service back to normal or somewhere near normal. Um, once this apportionment is approved, uh, staff will inform the FTA of the apportionment amounts and begin preparing the grant applications with the transit agencies. Um, at their meeting last week, the Transportation Technical Advisory Committee unanimously recommended approval of the American Rescue Plan apportionment and staff is also requesting approval of the funding apportionment. Uh, so uh, are there any questions on that pot of money? Questions for Brad. If not, ask for a motion in regards to the distribution. Move approval, Weiner. Thank you. If there's no second, second Sullivan. Sullivan gets it all. Second, Sullivan. Okay, gotcha, bud. Been moved and seconded. Any final discussion or question? All those in favor say aye. 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 Any opposed? <clears throat> Motion carries. 4A, Transportation Planning, consider resolution approving the MPLJC fiscal year 2022 Transportation Planning Work Program. Kent, this is yours. Yeah, thank you. Kent Ralston, Executive Director. Uh, in your packet is a draft copy of the FY22 MPO Transportation Planning Work Program for your review. Uh, the work program includes all locally requested projects received from your staffs, as well as general projects and procedures required by the Iowa DOT, the Federal Transit Administration, as well as the Federal Highway Administration. And besides being a federal requirement, we also rely on the work program, of course, here internally to manage our workload and data collection and so on. I'm hopeful that you've had a chance to review the document and let us know if you'd like to see any modifications before we forward it on for final approval to our federal partners. And as always, we will continue to take requests for additional work throughout the year. And this is the uh, time when I typically tell you that that 30 plus uh, so, or so projects that are new and that are in the work program um, really represent probably about a quarter or maybe a, maybe a third of the work we actually do in any given year. So uh, we're, we're pretty continuously getting requests from all of your staffs uh, monthly, if not weekly, for new projects. So we'll complete those as time permits. At their May 18th meeting, the Transportation Technical Advisory Committee did unanimously recommend approval of the work program. And unless there's any questions, uh, I would ask that you consider approval so we can forward it on for final approval to our federal partners. Okay, within the information, there was a resolution on page 11 and also resolution on page 21. They are one and the same. So it's not two separate resolutions. That is correct. Bring that up. Yeah, thank you for pointing that out. I usually just pull the resolution out 
separately just so we know exactly what we're considering. But that is a valid point. Thank you for, for pointing that out. Anyone wish to establish that resolution? So moved, Hoffman. Thank you. Second. Taylor. Oh. Good. Go ahead. <laughs> Thank you. Any final discussion or questions? I, I just wanted to point out that uh, it, it's it's quite a, an incredible and impressive list of projects. It just seems to go on. Uh, I think all the projects on the list are, are really important and uh, that they will uh, assure the connectivity uh, and safety of our uh, corridor, our, the roads, the sidewalks, the trails, the paths. Uh, and it shows that we're on our way to being a very connected corridor. And I think uh, most importantly of all uh, uh, is uh, providing safe paths, the safety. I think safety should be our priority always when we're planning projects. Thank you, Pauline. Any other comments or questions? Okay, resolution's always a little tougher. We'll go ahead and do it this way. All those in favor say aye or raise your hand. Aye. 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 Are there any opposed? Resolution passes unanimously. Thank you. Next item, consider approval of draft fiscal year 2022 through 25, MPLJC transportation improvement program tip projects. Brad, I have you up again. Yes, thank you. Uh, this is our annual transportation improvement program or TIP. Uh, the TIP covers a four-year period, and of course, this one includes uh, FY22 through 25. Uh, this includes all federally funded transportation projects for both road and transit, uh, and includes um, all state and local projects uh, within our urbanized area. Uh, the FY22 through 25 TIP project list is attached, uh, and just as a reminder, all uh, all projects are FY21 projects, uh, not under contract with the Iowa DOT, automatically uh, carry over to FY22, and we add 4% uh, is added to the total project cost for those. So every year they carry over, we add 4% to the total. Um, there are also three new projects, and these are surface transportation block grant projects. Um, if you remember, uh, the board approved these uh, back in March. Um, they include Iowa City's Taft Avenue reconstruction project, which received $3.5 million in STBG funds. Coralville's Highway 6 and Deer Creek Road project, uh, they received $864,560 in STBG funds. And University Heights, uh, for their Sunset Street pavement repair project, uh, which received $115,440 in STBG funding. Uh, you'll see all three of these projects are programmed in FY 2025. Um, North Liberty's Ranshaw Way construction project, which also received $2.9 million in STBG funds, um, was programmed or will be programmed in FY 26. So it'll be included in next year's TIP. Um, unfortunately, there's not enough funding in those two target years to cover all the projects that were funded. Uh, we want to thank North Liberty for moving uh, their project back a year uh, to FY26 to make it all work. 
Um, and again, North Liberty, your project will appear in next year's TIP. Um, we also, or the board approved one TAP, Transportation Alternative Program funding, um, or TAP, uh, funded in March, and that was Iowa City's Highway 6 Trail Extension Project. That received $520,000 in TAP funding. Um, it's also programmed in FY26, so again, it'll appear in next year's TIP. And it was the same issue um, with the SDBG funding. There's not enough funding targeted for both years to get that project done in the first year, so we had to put it in the second year. Um, the transit portion of the TIP includes operating funding and all capital projects that were essentially approved in the transport or the transit program of projects, which the board approved earlier this year. Um, and it includes mainly uh, bus and equipment replacement. Uh, buses you can see in there are usually programmed um, or it, they're usually federally funded at 85% uh, for replacement. Um, and you can see Iowa City Transit, uh, all their replacement buses are now electric buses. So that was a first for the DOT actually um, to see that show up in a TIP. Um, the Transportation Technical Advisory Committee unanimously recommended approval of the 22 to 25 TIP project list at their meeting last week. And staff is requesting approval of the draft list as well. Um, the draft TIP will be submitted to the Iowa DOT before June 15th for review. And uh, the MPL, of course, will begin our public input process uh, for approval of the final TIP in July. So are there any questions regarding the TIP list or any of the projects? Any questions for Brad? Okay, Brad, so we're all clear. What do we need to do? Uh, well, we need to approve this draft list so we can get it to the DOT. So we do need uh, a just, motion and a second. to Just the draft list? Yep. Okay, just wanna make sure. Anyone wish to establish a motion to approve the draft list and forward? So moved, Fergus. Second, Hoffman. Moved and seconded. Final discussion or questions? <clears throat> All those in favor say aye. 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 Any opposed? Motion carries. Thank you. Consider approval of MPOJC Long Range Transportation Plan Capital Infrastructure Project. Prioritization, Emily. Thank you, Emily Bothell, Senior Associate Transportation Planner. Since your last meeting, we have been busy with several long range planning activities, including gathering public input. We held our second virtual meeting a couple weeks ago um, to gather feedback on our draft bike and pedestrian chapter. We estimated federal funding from 2022 to 2050, which is used to help us constrain our transportation uh, needs, which I'll discuss more tonight. We scored the proposed transportation projects. Again, I will touch on more on that in a minute. And we are in the process of finalizing the base travel demand model. Um, because we are nearing completion of the base travel demand model, we have um, now reached out to staff from each of your communities um, to get more input on 
where they think growth will take place um, from now out until 2050. So we're working through that process. Um, today, I wanted to update the board on the prioritization of the transportation projects. Um, the Federal Highway Administration requires that the project costs um, in the plan must not exceed the forecasted um, state and federal funding that the MPO um, intends to receive for each time band as noted in your memo. Thus, we evaluated the 150 projects that were submitted by um, MPO entities using the policy board approved scoring criteria. Once each project had a composite score, we then um, sorted them by category or type. So road and bridge, bike and ped, DOT. Um, and then we um, sorted them by anticipated year of construction. And so that list of scored projects is attached for your reference. The MPO has traditionally relied on the scoring criteria as one tool to help prioritize the transportation projects because historically um, there have been more transportation need than um, available funding. But this year we were lucky enough um, to be able to fiscally constrain all but two road and bridge projects and five bike and pedestrian projects. And we wanna thank um, Coralville um, and Iowa City for helping us through that process. Um, the projects are not only included in the long range transportation plan, but they are also included in our travel demand model. Um, so those projects being in the model help communities um, plan for the future, whether that be um, trying to get a sense of future forecasted volumes, um, general layout of a road or um, what the, the future design of the road should be. And so at their May 18th meeting, the Transportation Technical Advisory Committee um, unanimously approved um, the fiscally constrained list of transportation projects. And tonight we are asking the policy board to consider um, approval of that same fiscally constrained list. Um, and I'd be happy to answer any questions you have either about the plan or the project list itself. Any questions for Emily? Yeah, and I would jump in and just add really quickly that uh, we're approving the list so we can move forward with the travel demand model and some of the other work we need to do. Um, but like Emily mentioned, there's a, a formal public participation process that will still occur later uh, for the adoption of the actual long range plan. So this is kind of an intermediate step, um, formal for us, but really informal in the, in, the, in the long view because we still have that formal public participation process uh, that'll start about the first of uh, next year. Okay. We are asking for a motion to have favorable consideration of the MPOJC Long Range Transportation Plan Capital Infrastructure Project Prioritization. Does anyone wish to establish that motion? So moved, Thomas. Second, Sullivan. Thank you. Moved and seconded. Any final discussion or questions? If not, all those in favor say aye. 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 Any opposed? Motion carries. Next, update on federal functional class designations for urbanized area roadways. Emily, back to you. Thank you. In January, the policy board approved amending the federal functional classification system map to include 7.12 miles of roadways as shown in the table um, in your memo. 
and to forward that request to the Iowa DOT and the Federal Highway Administration for final approval. The amendments were approved in April of this year and the attached map shows those changes. With the approved amendments, the total road mileage in, in the Iowa City urbanized area will be just under our 35% threshold. We're at about 33%. And so those updates can now be seen on the DOT's um, Iowa Highway Networks page. And I included that link for your reference. Um, if there's any questions about this, I'd be happy to answer them. Um, and as a reminder, roadways must be classified on this system in order to receive federal funding. Questions for Emily? Emily, this is Erin. Can you clarify the 35% that you just referenced? I don't remember that one. Yeah, so across the state, um, each urbanized area or metropolitan area um, can only have 35% of the roadways within their area classified. So um, we they try to keep that somewhat constrained. Otherwise, um, it would be um, all roadways uh, or an urbanized area or MPO may want all, all roadways on there. And so um, they keep it to about 35%. Yeah, the, the idea, Aaron, is that we're not just putting every street on this map and then funding them sort of willy-nilly. The idea is that there's actually some foresight put into this and some, some planning and some long-range planning so that when we are using these federal funds, we are using them on roadways that we anticipated the need for uh, in advance, not just sort of throwing money at a, a need that might have popped up, you know, within the last year or the last winter. Thanks for clarifying. Does that answer your question, Aaron? Yeah, it does. Thank you. Oh, you're very welcome. No other action is needed on this one. Okay. Other business to be brought before the group. With that, we can all go to an early supper tonight. So, motion to adjourn. Move, Taylor. Thank you. Second. Thank you. All those in favor say aye. 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 All opposed? Aye. Motion carries. Good night, folks.